It's crunch time, folks. We are kicking off today 12 straight days of best ball streams. I decided doing 15 streams a week wasn't enough. No, we must do more. Actually, what I realized is that I need to I need to max out the best ball mania, and I'm behind pace right now. So we're going to see where this next 12 days takes us. Maybe we end up retabling these again. We're going to have guests this week. We got Bime Ford, Davis Maddock, Pat Crane. We're giving away an underdog hat during every show. I'll drop a link during the chat that you guys can fill out. It's the 12 days of best ball. Let's do this. Bro, I'm telling you, hop in these drafts when these idiot streamers are trying to draft and talk to the chat at the same time. It's so plus EV, bro. Oh no, I think I I accidentally just took Kenyon Drake and Josh Jacobs. What do we call that? A no-no. <laughs> no way. You don't have to set your lineup. That's incredible. And recently eclipsed 23%, and I'd much prefer it to be in the more 21 to 22% range. I'm sorry, Casey. I did. I have the cold brew going this morning, and I should have brought it in so you could get the ASMR coffee pour. Uh, how we doing, guys? How we doing? I've had an extremely busy past uh, week or so. I was in Vegas last weekend for four days. I was in Maine this past weekend. We missed Best Ball Mania Mondays, Best Ball Brunch, uh, whatever we're calling it, last week. But we're back in the saddle. And I feel like I need to make up for lost time. These contests are filling. The season is coming up on us very quickly. And uh, we actually have some movements in the ADP markets. I see this report this morning that uh, Jamar Chase is going to lose some snaps to Auden Tate. I'm ready to buy the Jamar Chase dip. So that is what we're doing here. We are doing best ball mania drafts all week on underdog. I say we hop in. I say we do it. Who wants to come draft with me? Thank you, Robert. This is this is what I'm this is what I'm here for. We're just gonna pull ourselves up by the bootstraps and get rolling here. The underdog hat is awesome. I have a Google form. I will share that in the chat at some point, and we'll give away one of those on every stream. On every stream, the good people at Underdog Fantasy said, let's do it. And if for some reason you guys haven't signed up on Underdog Fantasy, you can get a free entry into Best Ball Mania, $25 with promo code Pete. The link is down below. I can feel the new people starting to come into these draft rooms, getting a, a little bit different texture than we were in July. Let's see here. There, there is not going to be overlay in Best Ball Mania. It's not happening. Stacked the Cowboys yesterday and didn't even need the 12 spot. Yeah, you're, you're starting to be able to do normal things in drafts again. What do we have? The 107. Casey got the 101 influencer spot. Must be nice. I see Harbs in here at 1-9. Who else do I recognize? Willis. At 110 and Jonathan, of course, at 112. Look at all these badges. The badge bros are out this morning. That's what happens in the individual leagues. You got to do the public leagues, get the running back thirsty drafters in there. We will not be talking about crypto punks this morning. No more talk about CryptoPunks. We're trying to win a million dollars in Best Ball Mania. That's how we make money. Not flipping JPEGs, doing real honest work. We'll draft uh, Kelsey. Thank you, Harbs. Yes, please use promo code Pete. Wow, Worm. Where have you been, Worm? What's up, dude? What is up? Yeah, if you guys are looking to get your drafting fixed this week, we got you covered. As I said, doing a best ball stream every single day uh, for the next 12 days. Also over on Ship Chasing, we have five main event drafts within five days. Wednesday, we're doing one with Silas, who I believe I saw in the chat, and the infamous Gormanji. 
Uh, Thursday, we're doing one with Crack Rock. And then we have a, a double header on Friday. And then another matinee draft on Sunday. So if you're looking to watch best ball drafts, if you're looking to watch high stakes season long drafts, we're we're doing it. We're absolutely doing it. I am going to, I don't know if my body is prepared to handle it, but we're doing it nonetheless. Good morning, Phil. Good morning, GM. GM to you. All right. How's this how's this board looking? Okay. We're in one of those drafts where AJ Brown is going at 2-2. So maybe this won't be one of the new era drafts. Maybe this is just an old school June friends and family wide receiver heavy draft. All I see on my board is green. All I see is green. I, I will tell you what I am doing. I am buying this Jonathan Taylor dip. It is honestly absurd. He was going 1-7. 1-7 in all of these drafts. Then Wentz gets hurt, and he's falling to the mid-second. Wentz, Wentz is returning to practice this week. He's on track to play week one. So either everyone was admitting that they were too high on Jonathan Taylor before, or the market is very slow to correct. I don't really think anything's changed. That's right, Coney. Now is the time. Yeah, I realized I think I'm at like 103 or 104 best ball manias. Uh, and I was starting to do the math because I need, I'm like, when am I going to find time? I, I want to do, I think I want to do nine more big dog drafts. I've only done, uh, I'm in the middle of a slow right now. And I'm trying to think, okay, how am I going to get 40 some live best ball mania drafts done in 10 or nine big dog drafts. I don't even know if I'm going to be able to do it, but we're going to try. We're really going to try. I think I need to be doing like three to four drafts a day. We'll do a, we'll do a couple big dog draft streams as well. Those might take a little bit more elbow grease to get filled, but we'll make it happen. There you go. He's he's back at practice right now. So yeah, I don't I don't know what the deal is on the on the Colts ADPs. What what was Wentz going before? He was going like I don't know, pick one fifty to one sixty. He's been in the late one nineties since then. Definitely good opportunities. Wow, Casey doing the double tight end tap. I've done that once this year. I didn't love it. I didn't love it at all. But I respect it. Chris, I, I, uh, you have to be regret maxing out best ball mania, Chris. Why did you do that? Well, you had to save some bullets in the chamber for when it gets juicy. In a draft where Justin Jefferson goes early second, CD lamb at 3-2 looks pretty nice. Um, What are we doing here? We are going to take Amari Cooper. Chris, Chris was taking Jamar Chase in the mid mid fourth all off season, and now we're going to get him in the early sixth. I, I'm not I'm not drafting Ch. Uh, I need more of a discount right now with the ankle injury. We still haven't gotten a definitive timetable on how long he's going to be out, and his ADP has only slid a couple spots. I think I need him sliding into that DeAndre Swift range until we get more clarity on it. So he's he's a uh, he's on my don't draft list at current ADP right now. I don't have a list, but if I did, he would be on it.
All right. Now we're really pissing orange doesn't sound as good as pissing yellow. Alex going with the true zero RB build, DK Metcalf, AJ Brown, Tyler Lockett, Julio Jones. Julio, I didn't realize this until this morning because uh, there's been all these players I've been keeping tabs on who haven't been practicing. <laughs> Julio Jones hasn't practiced for three weeks. Kind of missed that one. Will Fuller getting all the attention for the man missing practices. Okay, we are, you guys are really, really making me draft running backs here. Okay, all right, then we'll take DeAndre Swift. I have I have no reason to believe uh yeah you should definitely be able to play underdog in Florida unless I'm completely missing something. I, I know for a fact you can because I was registering for drafts when I was in Miami uh in early May. So I don't know what's going on with your uh your deposits. But underdog is definitely legal in the state of Florida. We are sipping cold brew, homemade cold brew. I will, uh, I'll be shifting here in the fall to more hot coffee. It just depends on the mood, but when it's super hot and humid here, I enjoy the cold brew. Yeah, there is stuff. Sometimes you can get uh, hung up even on the browser if you don't have your location services enabled. So I don't know, maybe toggle into uh, airplane mode and back on again or something like that and get it refreshed. It's always a good crew in the chat. GM to all of you. Uh, speaking of good crew in the chat, why don't we uh, why don't we put the form in the chat right now here for the underdog hat? Let's do that. Here we go. Just fill out that quick form. I just need an email so I can email you the link to get the hat for free. Compliments of Underdog Fantasy. All right. What are you guys going to make me do now that I've started to play chicken with wide receiver? I like how this is like meant to try to be a diss with the with the floor price of a crypto punk is like $225,000. Yes, red coat. I couldn't afford a crypto punk on my own. I feel like I kind of got bailed out here. Uh I thought I was going to have to draft a really gross wide receiver. But Chase Claypool three picks after ADP. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. There you go. There's the ringing endorsement from Willis. There you go. What's the minimum deposit to get the free $25 entry? $10. $10, you get the free 25 with promo code Pete Andrew. Welcome to the squad. Yeah, it's another weird one. Uh, this is why it's so fun to be drafting right now. Even when they're just kind of these micro ADP adjustments in a super wide receiver heavy room, to be able to get Claypool three picks after ADP, very weird. The hat is for a dog. There was a photo, I think it was uh, Rob Coakley posted on Twitter, his dog wearing the hat. So it is a, it's a dog approved hat. Oh, wow. Bye week Twitter coming after me this early? You guys should see some of my teams. I have one team that's almost exclusively week seven buys. Like way worse than the one Davis posted. 
what was it? Who who did I end up drafting? I think I drafted a Justin Herbert and Trevor Lawrence team the other day. I think they're both week seven buys. I did give in. I gave in to bye week Twitter. I think I took Taysom Hill in the last round. I had to buy a specialty hat from a plus-sized hat company, and the size is called Big Melon. <laughs> there you go. Let's see here. What are we going to do? Maybe we keep betting on the Dallas Cowboys? Sure, let's do that. That's Josh Norris actually at night, late at night, he gets drunk and he wanders the streets of Connecticut, knocking on people's doors, telling anyone who will listen to buy the dip on Damian Harris. What do we have here? Went with A-Rob over Keenan Allen because all I could hear in my head was Pete saying bye week Twitter. Good. I've infiltrated your thoughts. That's what we're, that was always the goal. I I don't mind Juju. I was I was looking at both him and Gallup, but I uh I prefer the Dallas stack more than the Pittsburgh stack. Let's see here. How many of you All right, wow, 42 responses for the giveaway here. Um I'll post it in here again if I catch any of you guys multi-entering this, there will be hell to pay. I actually think Josh might be moving. I, I, I should. <laughs> this isn't my my place, but I'm pretty sure I saw he was moving. Maybe to New York City. I don't know. I probably shouldn't be doing unconfirmed rumors about Josh Norris's location. <laughs> Sorry, Josh. <laughs> Sorry. The way the clip works is only if I draft Lavisca Chenault. This was an established rule last year on ship chasing. A lot of people reaching three rounds ahead of ADP to grab Lavisca Chenault. No, 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 no. Clip only gets played when I get LaVisca, not you. You're supposed to let him fall to me, so I get him. See, there you go. He moved to Brooklyn. There it is. Fully confirmed. We are allowed to dox Josh Norris's location. Lotes, you took my Dak Prescott? You better have CD. Okay, I'll allow it. I'll allow it. I will allow it. Um, what are we going to do here? We are going to draft Mike Williams who remains sidelined at practice. Oh my God. I just realized by week seven, by week Twitter's coming. What am I going to do week seven? I'm going to lose this tournament because of week seven. I can't believe it. I'm just giving money away. I need to check this out. I can't believe I missed content from Josh Norris. I need to I need to see this Josh Norris video. I I I am I'm not on on Twitter as much these days. Too busy hanging out in Discord. Sometimes I'll catch stuff on Twitter, like everyone tilting Sean and Column 0 RB roster. That was mwah, chef's kiss. There is some good stuff. That that the whole kind of thought process of being triggered by that is hilarious to me. It's like when you if you truly think it's dumb, you should be encouraging it. It's like when someone gets mad at the fish at the table, at the poker table for making a bad move. You want the fish making bad moves. You should be applauding him. If you think zero RB is fishy, you should be giving it a standing ovation. If you think robust RB drafting is fishy, you should be making propaganda videos encouraging people to do it. But people would rather feel superior than win money. Let's see here. We are going to continue cranking orange. 
I wish I could find a week seven. Should I reach for Marvin Jones here just to add another week seven buy? Will Fuller has a week one buy and a week 14 buy. All right, we'll draft uh we'll draft Brandon Cooks. Got to push it with Herb. You can sometimes get Herb in the mid-90s. We show patience on Herb. Although I did accidentally auto-draft him last night, like 15 picks ahead of ADP. I was trying to multitask while doing a Best Ball Mania draft, and I had set my cue. But I wanted him around later. What's up, Matt? I'm I'm always pushing the stacks when I'm paying attention. Also, when you look at this side of the board, where did Keenan go? Yeah, Ke- Lilsis. Lilsis could take him coming back, but he also has Kyler. Casey would be taking him unstacked. You mean Tarod Taylor? I'm still of the belief Watson isn't going to play for the Texans, much less anyone this year. Man, that feels early to me for Goddard. He's really been slipping. Yeah, I'm I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it too. I've done that, Harbs. I think that was my I've only I think I've only had one or two auto drafts across all my slow drafts. And the uh, I had one Darnold exactly like that, like 70 picks. That's one of my leaks with my Q game. Generally for my Q, I just put the quarterbacks in there to remind me about stacks. But every once in a while, it can absolutely backfire on you there. Let's see here. Marquise Brown goes... All right, where are all the people that told me to draft Justin Herbert in the eighth? Where are you guys now that I'm getting him at pick 103? This, boys and girls, is why you wait. This is why you wait. I don't think I've ever gotten Justin Herbert this late. I've gotten him in the mid-90s at pick 103? Yes. Yes, please. I would also like this feature. That's a, that's one thing I like doing. Like when I'm in, uh, I mean the, my fantasy league interface is awful, but I like being able to toggle back and forth between your list and also ADP, uh, underdog. If you're listening, I would love the ability to be able to sort by both ADP and my ranks. I don't reach. I don't reach for stacks. You reach, I teach. I do like Palmer, though. He's starting to get a little bit more expensive, rightfully so. Some of those guys, what's weird to me with some of the ADP movement, like Marquez Callaway's ADP is just a runaway train. I personally think he's undraftable where he's going now, and also because he was going in the 18th round in Best Ball Mania all offseason, and I do have some shares there. So... But guys like who have gotten the steady drumbeat uh, during preseason, the guys that I'm thinking of, Donovan Pills Jones, Josh Palmer, those guys' ADP have only budged a little bit. Uh, whereas someone like Callaway's just completely got out of hand. I mean, he's going what, like pick 135, 140 now? A little too rich for me. I was a little worried that I had played chicken too much in this specific room with wide receiver, but I am I'm very happy how this has panned out. 
let's see here. I'm going to go either Parker or Rojo. He goes Parker, so we'll we'll tack on Rojo here. Higgins is Higgins is a very a very lofty claim although I think I said Claypool recently but I I do agree it it checks the boxes as far as I I mean I don't I don't really think uh Guyton is going to do anything that's who he was splitting snaps with last night I know some people like Tyron Johnson I much prefer Palmer I don't see any reason why he can't earn consistent targets as the wide receiver 3 there 11 um probably not in this build this is probably a 10 a 10 build i'm i mean i can go two qbs two tight ends four running backs i guess i mean i guess i could i'm gonna have some luxury picks to make i have lots of flexibility with this build If you guys missed it, I've been uh, Spags and I have been drafting uh, teams on Splash Play. I think we're going to keep that rolling until the season starts. The people get triggered by Spags's takes. I enjoy them. I enjoy having. I think it's legitimately good to have the differing viewpoints. It helps sharpen our takes. It helps makes uh, it makes us be able to articulate why we think the things we do. Sometimes I'm especially guilty of just tailing people who are smarter than me, like Sean Siegel, and I can't always uh, back up why I, I think that way. So I like it when Spags challenges me on those things. The the Mike, the whole Mike Davis one is going to be really interesting to see how that plays out. But the uh, sorry, the bet that Spags and I made, Spags thinks that Melvin Gordon and Mike Davis are going to be top 12 running backs this year. And I said, if even one of them is a top 12 running back, I'll give him a hundred dollars. If neither finish in the top 12, he owes me a hundred dollars. All right. We might just have to continue. We might have to draft our last running back here. What are we looking at at quarterback? Man, this is nice. I think we can wait on quarterback here. Let's see. I'm going to go James Connor and be done at running back. I've, I've just started taking him a little bit. I think I have him. I've taken him once at pick 80 and once at pick 82. The thing I said to Spags is... I think as long as you're being, if you like these guys, just be smart about it because the room doesn't like these guys. So take advantage of the discounts on them. Like you can't, if you like Melvin Gordon, you can't draft him at ADP when he's routinely falling 20 picks past ADP. And I know it's rolling and so it's always updating, but still the room does not want to draft these guys. But if, if you are drafting these guys at ADP, your portfolio will be out of whack and way heavily exposed to them because you're just going to be able to get them every single time. I was listening to the Underdog podcast with Hayden and Josh yesterday. They were running through their sleepers. I haven't drafted a lot of Cole Beasley, even on Josh uh, Allen teams, been prioritizing Gabe Davis and Emmanuel Sanders, but I thought Hayden made a had a good take on Cole Beasley about maybe not in, in this room he's going pretty early, but he has been sliding in drafts, and I think a lot of it, as Hayden said, is just because of the uncertainty about all the, the COVID stuff him potentially not playing, but at this point, I think it's pretty safe bet that he's going to play. All right, what gross wide receiver are we going to have to take? Or do we want to take? We don't have to take a tight end. We don't really have any other good stacks yet. 
we might have to backdoor stack it. I'll take Sterling Shepard. I don't love it, but this is what happens when you play a little bit of chicken with wide receiver. You have to take Sterling Shepard. Yeah, the whole, all of those uh, uh, Bills guys are easy to backdoor stack. I sometimes have to remind myself to take Josh Allen when he slips, even when I don't have digs, because they are so easy. All three of those wide receivers, they're going after pick 125. Gabriel Davis has been sliding in drafts, and I, I don't really know what I'm missing. I guess the Emmanuel Sanders puff pieces, but even Emmanuel Sanders hasn't budged that much. You can also toss in a Devin Singletary cheaply. Uh, I love those backdoor Allen stacks. That is true. Willis was gobbling up all the Cole Beasley early. The difference is the Broncos drafted a very talented rookie running back behind him. And again, my my simple philosophy with the with these things in these top heavy tournaments where we need to crush weeks 15 through 17 is I don't want guys who are holding on for dear life to their roles. You want the guys that are charging. You want the Jonathan Taylor who even though he unpro- or he's not super productive at the beginning of the season is charging hard when it matters. It's it's a very very thin could could Melvin Gordon be productive at the start of the season? Totally. I could completely buy that. And I think that might even be a reasonable expectation. But can Melvin Gordon be a bell cow back weeks 15 through 17? That seems highly unlikely to me. What are we going to do here? What are we going to do here? Any tight ends we need to grab yet? Evan Ingram generally slips. I don't have to prioritize one of these tight ends with Kelsey. We're still working on setting up some backdoor stacks, which means we are most likely taking another wide receiver here. Let's see what abstract does. Yeah, I I feel like the Giants wide receivers. All right, we're going to grab Crowder. I feel like the Giants wide receivers are kind of similar to the Steelers in where all of their ADPs are, are probably a little high considering the offense, but a couple of those guys are going to be hits, right? I think that, you know, between Claypool, Johnson, Juju, one of those guys is probably going to bust. And and same with the Giants guys. And maybe Kenny Galladay is the bust right now. I mean, that injury stuff is concerning. But I feel like Shepard's role is pretty secure. I mean, I don't love having to take him ahead of ADP. (laughs) In a lot of rooms, I've gotten him at pick 160. But in this room, and the way I decided to build is forcing me into taking some of these wide receivers early just to fill out my depth. But I at least now have a couple backdoor stack options set up with Daniel Jones and Zach Wilson. Big Ben, if I'm really feeling gross. Um, I I haven't been. I do look at the the matchups and stuff, and I don't like their I don't like the Vikings end of season schedule. Um, it's not pushing me off them specifically. I will say I have been avoiding the Cook Jefferson pairing um, because it's pretty much there when you want it. If you get Cook at two and you're coming back in the late second, let me make this pick here because I actually got a question about this. Someone asking about the running back wide receiver combos from teams and it made me think about it a little bit more please don't make me take christian kirk hz please don't make me take christian kirk uh i was gonna see if cole Komet fell he didn't of course harbs took him 
All right. They forced me to take Christian Kirk. I always take Christian Kirk. It's disgusting. Um, what was I going to say? So this isn't answering your specific question, but yeah, the, the schedule that stuff, I mean, I'm not super stacking the Vikings like Willis does. Uh, but on the uh, the running back wide receiver thing, my thought is taking, say, Derrick Henry and A.J. Brown, taking Dalvin Cook and Justin Jefferson. I don't think that hurts your advance win rates much at all because you're making a macro bet on the team throughout the first 14 weeks of the season. And I think those touchdowns can be spread out enough that it, it doesn't hurt you. I don't love using two picks, my first two picks on the same offense, especially one that has a bad playoff schedule with just the thought being weeks 15 through 17, you need to score a shit ton of touchdowns. And every time Dalvin cook is scoring a touchdown, Justin Jefferson isn't and vice versa. Then the schedule isn't great. And so I do think you are capping your upside in those weeks, 15 through 17. And it's the same concept with DFS, right? You're in a super small field tournament playing Jefferson and cook in a really good matchup. Isn't, isn't a bad thing, but if you're in the Millie maker and you're having to hit the nine leg parlay, having two guys that are negatively correlated on a play to play basis is probably not a good idea. So that's kind of how I've been thinking about them. And then it also has to do with cost, right? Like you're having to use your first two picks on a cook and Jefferson on a Henry and AJ Brown. I think if you're doing someone, I think the example someone asked was Joe Mixon and Jamar chase. I think when the cost is a little more spread out like that, I don't think it's near as big of a deal. You guys love the ASMR. Does that really get it moving for you guys? I cannot. It will now be permanently impacted or uh, imprinted, rather, on the internet. Wow, you guys, you guys love this ASMR. Maybe, maybe I should just become an ASMR streamer. All right, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? Look at all this green. Look at all this green. Cody, I always knew we were going to have to have this talk with you. But ice cubes, when they grow up, they melt. As much as we'd love them to say, to stay beautiful, cubic ice cubes, they do melt. And that's just the fact of life. It's the circle of life, and it happens to all cubes. And I thought we would have this conversation later. Oh, I was going to take Mayfield. I was going to take Mayfield. Damn. All right. We'll do, uh, we'll do Jared Cook and round out our uh, little double stack here with, uh, with Herbert. Mm. Yes, if you guys haven't seen this, uh, Devin McIntyre and uh, John Solis from Rotoviz, they have a great show called The Solis Report. They record one like once every six months, but it's always good. And uh, Devin did a, a Bo Burnham fantasy football parody song. And there's a line that goes, uh, what is it? Randomizer, underdog, promo code Pete. I read 50 blogs a day, but I'll never fleet. Uh, so shout out to those guys. Lots of good inside baseball fantasy football references in there. Parham's a little banged up right now. I, I do take Parham, Parham late, but uh, I still like Cook in, uh, in Justin Herbert builds. I love the I love the Parham bros. Even your Parham God out of Levitan is an odd Parham. Um, I, I do really want him to be a thing. We all do. But we also have to be realistic. And he's hurt right now. All right. We'll, uh, we'll do the Danny Dimes. 
We'll do the Danny Dimes. I feel like I have lots of Herbert and Daniel Dimes pairings for some reason. Wait, are you? No. You're you're telling me this now? What? Why didn't you tell me this before? God damn it. I drafted an old player. I thought Jared Cook was like 24. All these bombshell revelations today. When you have Travis Kelsey, if you you're, if you're using your tight end two more than a couple of weeks, I've already lost this team. But I do appreciate your guys' concern about my tight end two on a Travis Kelsey team. If you miss out on the big three in San Francisco and Lance falls, do you leave him naked or take a shot with someone? Who's the shot? Yeah, that's a good question. I think it's completely fine to take Lance naked. Uh, I do prefer stacking. I, I was actually just writing about the San Francisco uh, 49ers wide receivers today. Obviously, Trent Sherfield has been kind of the guy getting mixed in. A lot of the beat reports think Mohamed Sanu is going to be the wide receiver three there to open the season. That's not very exciting to me. If you draft him, someone will tell you that he's old. Uh, Richie James is still kind of my preferred flyer there. I don't know if I am still anchored to that game. I think it was a primetime game last year where he just absolutely popped off. I just think Richie James is good. Uh, so yeah, I don't mind doing that. I also don't mind, uh, just adding, uh, San Francisco running back to the mix. If you want to toss in a Wayne Gallman or Elijah Mitchell, just to continue to make a little bit of a bigger bet on the 49ers. So yeah, I guess my answer is Richie James is still my 18th round flyer if I'm looking to stack Lance. You know what? I don't have a stand, but I'm ready to take a stand. I don't think Fryermuth is going to be relevant this year. I didn't know I had that take in me, but it feels good to get it off my chest. Yeah. What did he have? Was it like 200 yards and two TDs? It was, it was absurd. The newsletter, I wrote it. You want to know how the sausage gets made, Willis? I wrote it. Now it gets, needs to get loaded into the system. And then I get a test and I have to comb over it and make sure there's not a single typo. Otherwise the grammar warriors will come after me. And then it'll get published probably around noon. Uh, I was hoping Darius Slayton would make it back to me. Uh, we'll, we'll grab Perriman. All right. So we are ending up with a, we're going to end up with a two, four, 10, two build. Am I going to have to take Kadarius Tony? Kadarius Tony, or I could take Tyron Johnson. I'm definitely team Palmer over Johnson, but wouldn't be the worst thing. Yeah, I, I actually don't buy this. Uh, the the GM, uh, Lynch, was saying that they were specifically wanting to get some of the backups reps with the first team, so I wouldn't read into Sherfield's usage. Uh, all of the people plugged into the team say that is going to start the season as the wide receiver three, and then if I'm making bets beyond who is going to produce once once uh, Sanu uh, turns fully into dust, I would rather bet on Richie James. But again, if you want to do Sherfield as your last round pick, I'm not going to fight you on it. I'm not going to get into a back and forth Twitter battle with you about Sherfield versus Richie James. They both need an injury to be relevant. Knock yourself out, Sherfield heads. Yeah, I think I, I I like Gallman too. I need to be adding him in as a late round pick. The problem is there's there's just so many good late running back flyers to take in drafts right now. 
that I have a hard time finding my way to Gallman, but I should mix him in more. And he's the perfect guy to mix in on a on a naked Lance build. Who have been your high upside wide receivers late for your 10 and 11 wide receivers in a zero RB build? Yeah, either the, you know, training camp superstars. Uh, I mean, you were getting Donovan Peoples-Jones there. Lots of the wide receiver fours. I'm basically always letting the stacks dictate it. So if I have Trevor Lawrence, I'm adding Colin Johnson. Um, I have started to to grab some more Quez Watkins. It does really seem like he has flipped Travis Fulgham, but you can't get him in the in the late round. I still like the rookies. Uh, Nico Collins, I think, is a good one. Let's see the board here. Some of them aren't sexy. You know, if I have Ryan Fitzpatrick and I'm looking for a stack, I'll let the chat vote. Who who should I take, chat? Tyron Johnson or Kadarius Tony? Everyone vote. I have 25 seconds. I need your votes. T for Tyron, K for Kadarius. The chat will decide. Tony, Tony, they want Tony. Tony's coming in. Oh, wow. This is kind of split. I'm seeing more K's. I'm seeing more K's. All right. You guys chose Tony. There you go. All right. Thank you. Thank you. The people have spoken. The people have spoken. Wild to turn into my first live mock and Pete is elbow deep in wide receivers. This is how we do it. This is how we do it. So what did we finish up with here? Herbert and Jones, fine QB pairing there. Jonathan Taylor, DeAndre Swift, Ronald Jones, James Conner. Love those running backs. Amari Cooper, Claypool, Gallup, Mike Williams, Brandon Cook, Sterling Shepard, Crowder, Kirk, Perriman, Tony, Travis Kelsey, Jared Cook. I like the team. What more do you want me to say? I like the team. Let me download these names for this giveaway. You have a 1 in 57 chance of winning an underdog hat. So congratulations to all of you. Those are pretty good odds. We'll be doing this uh, every single day. Download responses. Should have gotten this wheel ready before. Should have gotten the wheel ready. I am picking via a wheel, via pure randomization. As much as I would like to think I would accept bribes, I'm a man of integrity. Uh, actually, no, you can't buy the hats. I Those were, uh, I actually had to pull them uh, down. There was slight confusion there, but we want the underdog merch to be available for giveaway. So the good people at underdog, said I can give away these hats, but they aren't available to buy anymore. Let me get these names in here. The wheel. Speaking of the wheel, I guess I'll announce it now. I have my randomizer guest booked for Thursday night. And it is none other do I want to announce this now? Yeah, because I want you guys to get the, the prompt juices going. My old friend, the man who I replaced on the Swolecast, Evan Silva, is going to take his maiden voyage with the randomizer wheel with me on Thursday night. It is going to be very fun. And then we're going to be rolling right over into ship chasing for a doubleheader draft. We're going to be doing a main event draft with Crack Rock the infamous high-stakes legend. We will crank it purple. He will force us to draft tight ends early and often. Silva and Crack Rock Thursday night. It's going to be great. All right. Here is the wheel. How many, how many shuffles? How many shuffles? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. Big money. I'll make this bet, Casey. 
I bet we could get Silva to tweet something. You guys just need to be very creative with your prompts. Dustin, congratulations, Dustin. I will send you in a link to get your hat. Congratulations. Very well done. We'll be doing these every single day for the next 12 days. So I think that takes us up to Friday before Labor Day weekend. Maybe a little decompression over Labor Day weekend. But these next 12 days, we're going hard. Tomorrow morning at 10 a.m., Eric Bimefor from Spike Week will be joining us for a best ball draft. Wednesday, we're going to do it at 3.30 p.m. Eastern. That's going to be right after the Swole cast. Davis will be joining me. So if you want to watch two hours of Mia Davis, you can watch the Swole cast right into a best ball draft. Thursday, my ship-chasing brother, Pat Corain, will be joining me in the morning. And then Friday, I have two streams. We're going to do one with Spags on Splash Play. And then I'm getting together with Liam, my chess coach and chess tutor, who please do not tell him I have not been doing my chess puzzles. But we are going to do a best ball draft and hand-in-brain chess matches at the same time. I am going to be the brain for the best ball matches. He is going to be the brain for the chess matches, and we're going to try to do them at the same time. It's going to be complete and utter chaos. So that's basically the schedule this week. I want to cancel Club Top Shot tomorrow because I don't want to talk about CryptoPunks. I'm going to see what I can do to cancel that. But yeah, it's going to be a fun week. Uh, shout out to Underdog for the hats, for being the best best ball site. Uh, sign up for Underdog, promo code Pete. Get in these streets. We got to max these out. Uh, all right, guys. We'll do some more saucing uh, next time. But I need to go. I need to do things. I need to write the newsletter. I need to make sure there's no typos. Otherwise, people get so mad at me. All right, guys. We will see you later. We will see you tomorrow at 10 a.m. with Bime 4 for Spike Week drafting. Peace out.